In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning, Grace Church. You may notice in your bulletin that the preacher listed is Don Waring, our rector, and this morning he woke up with a fever, so he's not here. And for that, we are um, grateful because he has a fever that he's not here, uh, but we are hoping that he feels better soon. Um, so I'm here to preach to you, and there's some good news, bad news in that. Um, the uh, bad news is, you know, it's not as polished because I didn't talk to Don this morning until about 8.15 in the morning. Uh, but the good news is it's definitely shorter. <laughs> then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Today is a weird day on the church calendar. It is the Sunday after the Epiphany. Epiphany, of course, is January 6th every, every year, and uh, January 6th was yesterday. Epiphany is the day after the 12 days of Christmas when we celebrate the three kings arriving at the manger of Jesus. A caravan of wise men from the east who visited the baby Jesus more than two millennia ago. It is a romantic vision given to us in only one of the Gospels, in Matthew. Wise men, foreigners from distant lands who know nothing of the Jewish religion, come and offer Jesus mystical gifts, gold to symbolize his kingship, frankincense to symbolize his priesthood, myrrh to presage his sacrificial death. It is a story that always ends the season of Christmas, 12 days and then for one last time during this darkest season of the year where we live, we can look at the baby in the manger and imagine what it must have been like when God opened heaven and drew all people in with truth and light to gaze at a baby. And, and I've placed a baby in the congregation for you so we can all imagine this together. The wise men followed a light in the sky that shone over Jesus who was the light. I think often at this time of a manger scene we had in my house growing up, a wooden stable with a tiny little light bulb. You would have to special order whenever it would go out. And this little light bulb would shine in the dark living room every night when we would go to bed waiting for Christmas to come. The fragility of this light still has the power to call wise men to it. And yet, we don't get this story this morning. The next Sunday after the Epiphany always comes. Today, it is January 7th, and we turn quickly to another historical event in Scripture, speeding up the timeline of Jesus' life into adulthood, to his baptism, the baptism of Jesus. 
What connects these stories, the epiphany and Jesus' baptism, is not immediately apparent because at first glance, baptism is about water, not light, water and power and the spirit. But what connects these stories is actually the light. And it is why we read from Genesis first, God putting the light in the world and seeing that it is good. Jesus is the light of the world. And at Jesus' baptism, God sees that Jesus is good. The Holy Spirit descending as a dove at Jesus' baptism declares, you are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Just like the light, God is pleased. The light calls the wise men to Jesus. And then at his baptism, Jesus, the light, now shines on everyone. Jesus, the light, the fragility of it takes a back seat to its power. Today, we are baptizing the newest Christian, Otto Beckett Lee. He is 10 months old, and according to his parents, he has a lot of personality. He keeps them on their toes, and he is 10 months old, as I said, and basically walking, which you know if you have had a baby is not necessarily good news to be 10 months old and walking. He is a baby who was deeply desired and is deeply loved. And today we will pour water on his head and declare that he is a member of this church, that the light shines on him. And crucially, that we, all of you here, will be the ones to keep helping him and his family remember that. The Sunday after I was ordained a priest, I celebrated my first Eucharist at All Saints Church in Brooklyn, New York, and it was also a baptism day. It was lucky timing that I was able on that day to baptize my own niece, Beatrix Offinger, who was just about the same age as Otto and also just walking and also keeping her parents on their toes. After baptism in the Episcopal Church, we say a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that by water and the Holy Spirit, you have bestowed upon these your servants the forgiveness of sin and have raised them to the new life of grace. Sustain them, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give them an inquiring and discerning heart the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. And everyone says, Amen. Well, at this baptism, the Holy Spirit did not descend as a dove. I have yet to see the Holy Spirit descend as a dove at a baptism um, in a church. But the Holy Spirit did descend through water, 
uh, water at the font, of course, but also water down my face. Because something about this prayer, saying it uh, as a priest for the first time, broke open a dam of emotion, made me really start crying, which is not what you're supposed to necessarily do as a priest, um, but was a, a sweet moment nonetheless. The power of the community that surrounded us all, that surrounded the font on that day, was overwhelming. And the hope that we all prayed over Beatrix. What better wish could we have for humanity than this? Inquiring and discerning hearts. Courage. Courage to will. And, and I'll let you ruminate on what that means, but it's, it's beautiful. Courage to will. Courage to persevere. A spirit to know and love God. And the gift of joy and wonder. This is what we want more than anything. This is what Jesus wants for you more than anything. On this day when we remember baptism, we also remember light. The light that shines in the darkness, shines so that you might bring this hope out into the world with you when you leave this place, not just for Otto, but for everyone you meet. God wants this light to be strengthened, even in this season of darkness. But the light is not one of militance or obstinance or self-righteousness. The light is a light of inquiry, discernment, courage, perseverance, joy, wonder, and love. And may we leave this place bolstered by God's powerful light. Amen.